All right. How's it going, everybody? Good afternoon from sunny Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Matt Sloan here, CEO of uh, Skyfire Consulting. We have Ben Kroll, our COO, and our buddy Josh Pruitt from Drone Sense joining us today. So thank you guys both for being here. Really appreciate uh, you coming on and joining us here, Josh. So uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having um, me. And, and Yes, thanks, Josh, for being here. And can I just say that I don't know if you saw last week's episode, but we had Mike Masserino on. And I don't know if you saw his mustache, but it was very, it was a big hit. So you've just got some big shoes to fill today. Yeah, Mike, he looked like Mike Ditka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you coming on? Yeah, sorry. I'm, I guess I should have, no, nah, me with a stash isn't a good, isn't a good thing. We don't want to scare people off today. Not a good look. <laughs> no, well, we uh, we appreciate the, uh, at least the decor behind you. I think that uh, makes right. it look very nice. So. Love it. Um, so hey, uh, today we are uh, we're going to be talking a lot about DroneSense. And for those of you guys who aren't familiar with the software, um, this is a uh, software that you use to uh, pilot your aircraft. So this would be a replacement for the DJI software that you're used to using. Um, and uh, but it does obviously quite a bit. Uh, so Josh, I'll I'll kind of just let you do the little spiel about you know what what the benefits of the of the software platform are and. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'll, I'll make you a host here as well, too. So if you need to share your screen or anything, go for it. Awesome. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to do any screen sharing today, but just, um, you know, the big thing about DroneSense, everyone has heard about us for live streaming, but live streaming is, you know, just kind of the tip of the iceberg to what the platform is capable of. Uh, you know, we like to say that we are a full suite public safety software tool for drones. So you have a command and control piece, you have an incident command piece, and then there's an administrative tool. The administrative piece is where all the data is flowing into. So all of your flight records, all of your hardware usage and battery cycles, keeping track of your pilot proficiencies and making, just basically building that culture of safety around your program. Uh, we move from there into kind of the, the incident command piece, which is Ops Center. So this is where you're going to be, you know, viewing the live stream coming in from the aircraft. Uh, but beyond seeing the live stream, you also have real-time telemetry flowing in. So you're going to know where your aircraft is at all times, as well as what the aircraft is seeing. Uh, but then you have a whole host of communication and context tools that go back and forth between your operator in the field um, and op center, you know, essentially where you could be anywhere in the world because it is cloud-based. Uh, so think about the ability to drop markers or to send uh, flight plans out in real time. Uh, it, it's, it's a pretty incredible system that we've created. Uh, and then kind of the last piece that Matt said, um, we have the pilot app. And that is essentially what is going to replace uh, your DJI software, uh, but also some other pieces of software like Pix4D Capture, uh, Drone Deploy. We can kind of take all of those and bring them into one kind of easy to use pilot command and control piece that is specifically built for public safety. Um, I think what we have is a great solution. And actually, you know, here in the next few weeks, we're going to be releasing uh, the newest iteration, the newest version of the software that we're calling DroneSense 2020. Uh, there's not much that I can say about it right now. Uh, just know that it is going to be a huge advancement to from where the platform is now um, to 2020. Uh, so we're really, really excited to roll that out. No, and we're all excited to see it too. So we'll we'll have to have you back on uh, 
the Matt and Ben show, as some people lovingly call it, to uh, to to talk about it. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. Let's take these pieces one at a time. Um, you know, talking about the the pilot app itself. Um, you know, what? Why is this? Uh, you know, why is this interface um, useful for for public safety specifically? You know, what you said it was designed specifically around those use cases. So like, what what about it makes it um, you know usable for that for that group of folks? So we've kind of taken and we've looked at, you know, all of the great things that drones are capable of, namely the DJI aircrafts, uh, taking a look at all of the capabilities that they have. And we've kind of gone through and said, okay, what are crucial operations for public safety? What do public safety, law enforcement, you know, emergency management, um, fire departments, what do they need specifically in a command and control application? Because we understand that they're not going out and doing, you know, cinematic video shoots and shooting real estate or, you know, industrial inspections. So we've built in some tools specific to those use cases. Um, the pilot app is going to give you real-time flight planning ability. So you can go from being on a fire scene providing overwatch uh, and say, you know, chief makes a determination that we would like to you know, document this accident scene. You can easily take a couple minutes do a full flight plan in the pilot app itself and have the drone execute it. And now you're left with all this data that you can put into, you know, whatever processing system you're using, whether it's PIX4D or Maps Made Easy, you know, all the numerous platforms that are out there uh, and generate a really solid either or the mosaic or even a 3D model, you know, from data that you collected in the pilot app without having to go into a different application. Um, the pilot app also is what starts the live streams up that link back to the op center side of things. And then if you kind of compare uh, the op center piece to pilot, there's a lot of the same tools as far as the context and communication tools that you see in op center, uh, you also see in pilot. The, the biggest thing to understand is that we haven't limited any of the capabilities of the aircraft or, or any of the sensors for that matter. You still have full camera control. If you're using thermal capabilities, you still have all the pallets, all of the features that the, the FLIR thermal cameras have brought to the market are all in the pilot app itself. And the biggest thing, you know, which is a concern for a lot of people right now is security. Um, our entire system is US based. We use DOD approved servers on Amazon Web Servers GovCloud. And so we figure if it's good enough for you know, the federal government, Department of Defense, it's good enough for us and for our users. Um, and so that's what I, I kind of think sets us apart from DJI. We've taken all of the tools and all of the functions that are possible, and we've decided what we think is most important for public safety and kind of package that up in a really solid interface. And, you know, one last thing to understand about the pilot app, transitioning from the DJI software over to the DroneSense pilot app, is, is seamless. There's no new controls that you're going to have to learn. The aircraft is going to fly the same way that you're used to flying the aircraft. It's just going to be a new, a new, more robust interface that is focused specifically on public safety operations. No, that's awesome. And I appreciate that you bring up the security concerns there because uh, the mustachioed man himself, Mike Masarino, wrote in a question uh, talking about, you know, what does DroneSense do um, with all that data? And I think you, you largely covered that. Um, but, uh, but certainly a concern that a lot more of our agencies are talking about and are concerned about. So, um, I actually, I've got the, uh, op center pulled up here. Uh, I'll share with the audience. Um, you know, I love this interface. Obviously I don't have a drone in the air right now, but, 
what's great about this interface, um, you know, is, is just all the functionality that you get, the ability to, um, you know, drop pins and talk back and forth to one another, um, all the different map layers that you can put on here, um, you know, and this is where all of your live streams would, would show up as well too. Um, just a really clean interface. You have multiple drones, they'll all be listed here along the, uh, along the side rail so you can look at multiple streams at one time. Um, you know, we also, it's, uh, for many of you are aware of this, but, uh, you know, we actually used the DroneSense software uh, during Super Bowl 53 to do four days of live streaming uh, surveillance coverage, uh, two different teams. Um, Josh, you were on the roof with us for part of the time. Yeah. Uh, Ryan was up there with us as well, too, from DroneSense. So uh, really good, um, uh, really good, you know, test bed for the software. And I think we did something like 108 hours of live streaming over four days. Uh, and it really didn't miss a beat. And I think it was seven different operation centers were watching the feed. So, yep. yeah, we we really have proven the software to be extremely capable in real world situations. You know, not only with the Super Bowl with you guys last year, uh, but we went from the Super Bowl on to run, you know, all aviation operations at the Indy 500, um, which was another big win for us. But we've, you know, we've battle tested our platform and we truly feel like there is no other solution on the market that is has the capability that the drone sense platform does that's awesome well the the third piece uh that i wanted to talk about obviously is the airbase uh the airbase piece of it so i'll i'll uh, share that here as you're talking but uh you know really awesome uh you know how would you describe airbase i mean it's basically keeping track of everything that you're doing from a uh uh, from a drone operation standpoint. Yeah, so the, the best way that I like to describe it, uh, the three pieces of the puzzle. So if pilot is your boots on the ground, op center is your incident command piece, airbase is the administrative tool. This is where all the data is flowing into. So all of your flight records live here. All of your hardware is tracked and monitored here. Uh, you can see there across the top, all of these different sub menus of things that are being tracked within the platform. Right now, Matt has the hardware um, tab pulled up. All of this hardware information is automatically ingested. There is very little manual input that you're gonna have to do to get your hardware into the system. We're tracking batteries, we're tracking aircraft, we're tracking sensors, and we're even tracking your iPads. Uh, but beyond hardware, you get into your, uh, your pilots. Uh, you know, what, what are their, what do their flight hours look like? What are their proficiencies and currencies on the current hardware that you have in service? Um, all of that lives here in Airbase. And, you know, beyond tracking, you know, your pilots and your hardware, uh, we have the ability to file NOTAMs for those agencies that are flying under COAs. Uh, we have a link with Lidos and Flight Services to allow you to, without having to go into another browser or another piece of software, generate those NOTAMs here in Airbase. Um, there, but there's so much more really that Airbase is capable of. You have some reporting capabilities here in Airbase um, to include the monthly you know, required COA reporting. We can generate that from all of the data that is gathered here in Airbase. Um, checklists for not only pre-flight, which would be surfaced over in the pilot app, but we have a very robust main, customized maintenance checklist that you can set up. So whether it's daily, weekly, quarterly, monthly, you know, annually, biannual maintenance, you're, you're able to set that up seamlessly on the platform and append that to drones, append that to batteries, to sensors, 
and constantly, again, like I said in the beginning, it's just building that culture of safety around your program. You know, this is the best way to keep a drone program, especially in public safety, successful. You have to have access to the data. You have to be able to see you know, where your pilots were flying, what they were doing. Should you have a FOIA request, you have to be able to pull that information out. And we give that to you in a very polished, uh, very polished format. Uh, yeah, it's I, not the most exciting piece, but to me, it's the most important piece of any public safety platform is the record keeping. Yeah, and what's so cool about this too, and I'm just diving in here a little bit, like this is just a flight that we did um, somewhere. Um, you actually can replay the entire flight. So this has all the, uh, this is what the pilot app looks like. So you've got all the kind of heads up display stuff. Um, you can see, you know, where the aircraft was flying and uh, what flight path it took. And then I think most importantly, for the FOIA request that you talked about, you know, where the camera was looking, so. Exactly. Yeah, so, so as Matt zooms down in here, you know, this is, this is what we call replay engine. So this is available for all of your flight operations. You're gonna be able to go back in and look at all your flights as they occurred. You're gonna know the altitude, the speed, where the aircraft was at any given time. So think about this for debriefings, for hot washes, any kind of tabletop exercises are really just to go in and review and make sure your pilots are, you know, abiding by the SOPs, SOGs that you put in place. Um, we kind of call this the sterile cockpit view that you get there across the bottom, which is in the pilot app, but it's also surfaced here as well in, in replay engine. Uh, and again, this is something that is available to go back and look at for all of your flight data. This isn't something that ever goes away. Yeah, and you can actually associate your media with this too, right? So you can drop your video and stills and, and assign media retention policies to them. And Right. So, you know, everything that we do by default is passive. We're not recording your live stream. We don't have access to your photos and videos. Uh, again, DOD approved servers on Amazon GovCloud. So it, it is incredibly secured. And because of that security, we give our users the option to use our server space Azure media retention um, and the way it works, you know, instead of just uploading all of your, your photos and videos to drone sense, and we just dump them in a massive folder, you know, where you end up with 15 versions of DJI 0001.jpg. We actually crawl the metadata and the XF data on all of your photos and videos as you upload them. And we compare that with the flight data. And so when we find a match between those two, we automatically categorize and catalog the photos and videos to the specific flights that they came from, um, which, which to me is huge. So you can see as Matt's kind of going through, none of these flights looks like have any uh, media associated with them, uh, but if they had had some, some files associated with it, it's, it's very easy to click into the flight uh, and click view media and be able to see all those photos and videos. Uh, and specifically for law enforcement, one point to make is we apply no compression. There's no compression up or down, nor is there any renaming of your photos or videos. So that can come in, you know, that, that's a big, big thing when, you, when it comes to litigation. Um, so just understand that as you upload full definition, high definition photos and videos, what you, what you download back down will be that same quality, that same resolution. Yeah, and that's super important for, like you said, when you take things into court, 
the argument could be made that compression actually gets rid of some some important data there. So um, no, that's really exciting. So yeah, I mean, as I said, we you know we we love the software. It's uh, it's the, of the ones that we've seen, which is most of them, frankly, um, definitely the best out there. Um, you know, Ben, I wanted you to weigh in here too, just about sort of the FAA reporting piece of it. You know, does the FAA care about this data, and you know, how does this fact, how does that factor into uh, to the decision to use something like this? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, having the kind of that built-in reporting capability there is something that I know people were asking for from the beginning, and I know that DroneSense kind of uh, went out of the way to try to include um, what they're looking for. You know, on the on the 107 side, there uh, there's really not much there as far as reporting goes uh, outside of accidents and those kinds of things, but. Um, on people that have COA and are, are operating as public aircraft operators, uh, it's a different story for them. There's a lot of reporting that goes into that. They have to file notice to airmen for all of their operations. Um, and that's what Josh was saying in there earlier. And, and I think that that's, uh, that's really important. And I, I don't know, we don't really know exactly what the FAA is doing with all of this reporting data. I mean, we know what they're doing with the NOTAMs, obviously that's, that's notices out there, but um, we don't really know where, you know, where a lot of that data is going, but it is a requirement right now. So um that's uh, something that's super helpful uh, within uh, the platform for sure. Yeah, and so one cool thing that I do wanna share with you guys, Ben, I think you'll find this particularly interesting. Um, it's not something we've made super, super public kind of until now, uh, but we, had an, we have an agency in Texas uh, that is utilizing DroneSense to answer all the risk mitigation questions for the FAA uh, and is becoming the first public safety agency in Texas to get a BB loss waiver. Um, so that goes back to that building that culture of safety. This is a huge piece of that puzzle. Yeah, that, that's a great point. And yes, that's a great point, Josh, because the, the FAA um, needs some, is going to need some sort of software, you know, mitigation uh, for a lot of these, uh, especially for the, you know, beyond visual line of sight stuff. So um, that, that's something that we know that they require and they need something good and they're going to look at it and they're going to ask a lot of questions about it. Um, and make sure that it's it's solid um, and can can uh, provide what's provide that mitigation that's needed for those kinds of operations. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah, we were we were really really excited. Uh, they're they're going through kind of the final back and forth right now, uh, but we expect it to be approved here in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Yeah, that is that is just cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to just mention. Uh, Matt was talking about the Super Bowl, and um, Josh and I actually worked on a. Uh, a project together uh, that I don't think we're still allowed to talk about publicly. <laughs> um, but I can say there was an EOC involved. And um, I, I just remember uh, Josh was out uh, actually operating the aircraft and I was inside the EOC. And there was somebody inside the EOC who didn't understand that we had a drone, right? We're looking at everything going on and we're looking at the screen and, and Josh was kind of giving us uh, the, the right perspectives that we needed. And it looked like a helicopter. And this person just didn't understand that it was not a helicopter. And so I don't want to get into the, you know, the debate about, you know, is this going to replace helicopters and all that? Because that's, that's a different discussion. But uh, that day, it provided that kind of capability and made that mission absolutely successful. And so um, when you see it in action like that, I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and I, I will add to that, too. Like, it was another, another sort of anecdotal uh, funny story about that, but Josh and I were sitting in a meeting together with some helicopter pilots and they were like, hey, uh, can we can we use this with our helicopters? Because this actually works way better than the uh, the streaming software we have for the helicopters. So, um, you know, definitely a time and a place for both, but uh, but that speaks to the quality of the software, I think, uh, for sure. So uh, not so much a question, 
but Chris Fink, our buddy from uh, UVT, stopped by to say that uh, everybody at Drone Sense rocks, which we completely, a sentiment we completely agree with. And also, he wanted me to ask you about your van, Josh. So uh, how's the van building process going? Oh, I can't escape these questions. The, the, van is, the van is trucking along nice. I've actually got a buddy outside right now uh, installing cabinets for me and doing some of the finished carpentry. Um, yeah, I, I actually had some questions along this line. Do you have your first trip planned out? Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the, uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway north. Um, and then once we get off the Blue Ridge, we're going to cruise up to Maine. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you have a TikTok account? No, God, no. I think I'm, if you I'm get too in old a van, TikTok. we got to no, no, it's grand. okay. If you get in a van and drive around the country and live out of it, I think you're like legally obligated to have a TikTok account. So <laughs> I'm too old for TikTok. I don't, I can't keep up with the dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily you'll be driving, so you won't have to do much dancing. Oh, oh, um, back on topic for a sec. Josh, can you, are you able to talk about um, the announcement with Parrot at all? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so many of you might have seen uh, the announcement or the press release last week uh, that we have partnered with Parrot and have built out Parrot support into the platform um, for the Anafi and the Anafi Thermal. Um, this kind of comes a little in advance of our 2020 version three launch, whatever you would like to call it, uh, that'll be in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yes, when the initial 2020 rollout happens, we will have uh, parrot support right out of the gate for the Anafi and the Anafi Thermal. And also, you know, it, it is very close on our roadmap for some other additional manufacturers. I can't name names right now, um, but just know that in this, you know, ever-changing horizon that is drones in public safety, we are expanding our support um, as the market is, you know, changing and ebb and flowing. We will be bringing other hardware onto the platform. Awesome. Uh, the par the parrot thing was just kind of the, the easiest one to to make happen. Everybody loves the Anafi and the Anafi Thermal, um, so we, we're really excited to uh, to make that announcement with Parrot and have them as uh, part of the Drone Sense family. Yeah, that's awesome, and I think you bring up a really critical point there, which is you know, I mean, obviously we all have DJI equipment that we love, but you know, there are other people out there, and certain agencies are using different uh, equipment for out of their desire to or need to or whatever the case may be but you guys will have that um have that support as well and i think that's super important that it's not necessarily manufacturer specific um one of the other things too that um, i think uh, people um don't really i don't know that it's like super well known but you guys also work very closely with clear um, which is exciting because as you you kind of mentioned this before but you guys have all of the um uh, all of the different features for the for the thermal cameras are baked right into the software too so you're not losing any functionality uh, with you know all those detailed sensors. Exactly. Yeah, we we are very work very very closely with FLIR, and and yeah, we we support the full range of FLIR sensors. And you know, as things move into the future, we hope to continue to support not only the, some of the great FLIR sensors and some of the great things that are coming, but also to move into some other third-party sensors. Um, yeah, like like we said, you know the. The market is changing. We wouldn't be where we are today without, you know, the road that DJI has paved forward for the industry, um, which, you know, the, who knows where we would be without DJI. Um, but, but I am glad to start seeing other platforms kind of get their foothold in the marketplace and start seeing some other players kind of, you know, liven up the industry. Yeah, no, for sure. 
Um, we do have a question from Nathan Gallup. Uh, he was wondering about enterprise and smart controller support. Where are we on that? Okay, so yes, um, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this, but when version three launches, uh, we will have full, not only smart controller, but Crystal Sky support, uh, and then a little bit further down the roadmap, some additional Android tablet support. I will say that it is out in beta right now. We have a couple of agencies that are helping us test and make sure that the system is good to go before we push it out. Uh, but Crystal Sky support and smart controller support with the full with the full DroneSense platform. There's nothing limited. It's going to be the same experience that you're used to on iOS right now. Uh, coming to the smart controller and Crystal Sky, and we're we're very very close to that 2020 launch. Awesome. No, that's great. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to uh, harp on it too much. Uh, I don't. We don't need to get into pricing and stuff here, but. Um, how how is the uh, how is that approached? Is it like a per pilot thing, per drone thing, or is that sort of based on what the agency uh, their specific needs are? So the basic pricing is a per drone license. So essentially, you could have one drone and twenty pilots. Um, it's the pricing is a little different depending on whether you're running a fixed sensor aircraft. So your Ma excuse me, your Mavics, your Vantams, your Sparks, any of your aircraft that do not have multiple payloads. Uh, and then there's a detachable you know, aircraft, a multi-payload aircraft pricing. Gotcha. Um, those prices are not necessarily set in stone. We understand that a per drone license doesn't necessarily scale. And we are trying to support the entire range of department sizes. You know, we have agencies that have one or two drones, but we also have agencies that are approaching a couple hundred drones that have completed 12,000 flights. So we're trying to be flexible uh, in our pricing. And that's something, you know, we're happy to, to talk to agencies individually about their budget and do whatever we can to support, you know, your entire fleet. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the key, not even so much the individual pricing, but just the fact that it's, you know, we understand that there are some agencies that have, you know, 12 drones and two pilots and some agencies that have, you know, two drones and a hundred pilots and it's just, it, you know, it, it sometimes one way, you know, uh, doesn't one one shoe doesn't always fit. Um, so that's awesome that uh, that you guys are, you know, flexible on sort of the approach there. Um, I think uh, I, I'm trying to think, I don't really have any additional questions. Uh, ben, anything that we haven't uh, covered here that you wanted to uh, put Josh on the spot to answer? No, once we got through those van questions, I, I was good. <laughs> you, you got everything you needed? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's what we all want to know is, you know, if Josh is going to join TikTok and uh, maybe he can get we can do a poll. Here. We can do a poll. Yeah, maybe. We, yeah, I don't know how that function works on Facebook because <laughs> I'm too old to figure that out, but we'll, we'll figure it out one of these days. We're, we'll let we're you know really, the results, Josh. Right, yeah. Sure. We're refining the concept here. We can also do a poll about whether he should keep the beard and uh, or just get rid of it and keep the mustache by itself too. Charlotte um, would you know. murder you. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you can take it up with Masarino because he's the one who started the trend. So. Well, guys, listen, I really appreciate you having me. For, for everybody that's tuned in, if you want more information on DroneSense, reach out to the guys at Skyfire. They'll get you connected over with us. Um, the way we kind of like to run things, typically we'd like to, you know, do a, a kind of high-level overview walkthrough of the platform with you. And then before you ever even think about purchasing, we want to give you a trial of the software. We want to let your agency utilize the software for 30 days or more. You know, as long as you stay in communication with Skyfire and, and my team as you're going through a trial, we will do whatever we can to make you successful. 
Um, and just one thing to understand about a trial of the software versus a full you know, production account, if you will, the only difference is the word trial. Uh, nothing is limited, nothing is throttled. There are no features that are locked down. We want you to put the software through its paces to make sure that it really fits the needs of your agencies. So again, you know, get in touch with the guys at Skyfire. They'll put you in touch with our team and uh, we'll, we'll do whatever we can to support you. No, and I love that. And, and that's actually something that I, a really important point too is, you know, us talking about this is great, but you actually getting your hands on it and using it, trying it with your drones at your agency that's the only way you're going to know if this is the right fit for you. So I, I definitely uh, encourage all you guys to, to take them up on that offer to, to do a trial. The, the last thing too, I wanted to add, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we talk about, you know, the fact that, uh, the, you know, the, these aircraft and the sensors and all the software that we're trying to use, you know, what this is really getting you is intelligence or, you know, perspective on a situation um, that's oftentimes rapidly changing. And so um, one of the one of the biggest things about the software that I love is that is just the the low latency, the incredibly low latency. It's like less than half a second now, right, Josh? Is that? Yeah, yeah. So on, specifically on the live stream, on the high end of latency, you're about half a second. On the low end, we're sub quarter eighth of a second latency. So truly actionable. Yeah. Intelligence is only good. At, you know, it's it's only as good as you know as you get it quickly enough to actually act on it and make decisions and that's basically real time at that point so exactly um that you know I've, I've literally watched people's eyes light up and you know i'm waving my hand in front of a drone and you know in less than half a second uh you know it's, it's showing up on the screen there uh nathan asked again was there a potential release date um for the 2020 version or it's a tbd but soon is what i'm hearing nathan i'll uh, i'll shoot you a message <laughs> awesome <laughs> Very, very diplomatic of you, Josh. Uh, well, we certainly appreciate the awesome relationship um, that we've had over the years with you guys. Sure. Uh, really big fans of the software, not just because we sell it, but also because we've used it. Um, and really, uh, we've, you know, we've we've pushed the outer limits of this thing. And uh, I was super impressed, uh, you know, with with what we saw, and as were our public safety clients who were on the receiving end of that intelligence. So, um, love having you on, Josh. As always, we'll have you back on. Uh, once the 2020 version comes out. And uh, I would say, uh, you know, keep up the good work with uh, with the software and the van. Awesome. And uh, we'll be looking for updates here pretty soon. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate you for having us on. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to get another one scheduled. So stay tuned. Cool. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ben. Matt, appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. And thank yep. you guys for watching. Uh, if you have any questions on any of this stuff and any of the other topics or suggestions for other topics, of course, shoot us a note here on Facebook. Uh, go to our website, shoot us an email. We're not on TikTok uh, because we are also too old, but otherwise uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks again. Thanks for all the work you guys are doing to keep us safe. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Bye guys.